0: Oh,
1: uncivilized discussion about faith. Welcome, welcome to, to the, the Barbarian, Barbarian Prophet. Yeah, that's right, Barbarian Nation. We welcome you back here to the Prophet, and I've got a couple of guests with me today. One of them which you probably recently heard with me a few times, which is Cody. But now, say hi, Cody. Hello. And the other one that I have got that I've recently gotten rounded up is his sister. Because They were at the house, so they're on the show now. So that's the way this works some days. (laughs) (laughs) This is what it's like to sit in my living room and just start having random weird discussions. So one of the discussions in which we are going to have is going to be about uh, what it means to be... When people call you a Christian mystic or think that you're a little too out there with the Holy Spirit and stuff like that. Now, when you get into certain churches and you get into certain things, what they'll do is they start to... Uh, one time I was at a church, okay, I travel around all these churches... And uh, this lady starts asking me about my belief with the Holy Spirit. I said, oh, yeah, you know. And I kind of went through that God speaks to me. And and if he tells me to go pray for somebody, I do. Or if he calls something out on a person. And I'll give you a quick example. Uh, One time I'm with... pool i'm with jeremy pool and i uh this gal helps us and the whole time she's helping us she happens to have on a set of pearl earrings and the lord says you need to speak to her and i'm like i don't know about what so i said hey are those your earrings she goes oh yeah they're my earrings and uh, i said pearls are very interesting thing i said you know the lord wants you to know and i just opened my mouth and what came out of my mouth was a pearl is created through somebody that can truly endure a lot of irritations and where everybody else wants to get separated, the Lord knows and respects and loves what you do by letting people bring their harshness to you, bring things like that, that you turn that into true pearls of love and grace and pour them back on them, and the girl's just like nine lines of crying, right? Well, uh, it, people in some churches would call us, at that point, a Christian mystic, And I looked that up because there was a lady back in the early 1900s that they referred that to, or mystic monks, where they are people that step out in faith and truly pursue whatever it is the Holy Spirit has going on. So, Taco, Taco, Taco Bell. Yeah. (laughs) Hit it. I want to hear the Taco Bell story. And on occasion, during the course of the Taco Bell story, we may hear the Taco Bell Every so often, <laughs> I don't know that for sure, but I'm kind of guessing that that might come along from time to time. Okay, so let's hear it. Uh, so it it
2: all started is we were it was pretty late at night, mm-hmm. um, on a Friday. N- no,
0: no, it wasn't a Friday. No,
2: it was a Tuesday.
0: Yeah, it was a Tuesday.
2: Yeah, Taco Tuesday. <laughs> but we did not know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, wait a McDonald's minute!
1: You and- you guys did not listen to. You guys do not know what Taco Tuesday is.
0: No, we know what it is, but we didn't realize it was Tuesday. when We no. did Taco Bell.
2: Yeah, that was not a planned we thing.
0: Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't planned. It was like, oh yeah, Taco
2: Bell. Yeah. Taco so Tuesday. So we had been debating between McDonald's or Taco Bell, yeah. and. We're like, well, we had McDonald's not too long ago, so let's give Taco Bell a shot.
1: You know, I you know, Cody, when I first met you, you had this whole Taco Bell (laughs) thing happening, and I'm gonna tell you right now. I do love Taco Taco Bell. Bell. Guys, guys, (laughs) listen, when I Taco Bell is not Mexican food.
0: We know. <laughs> we know,
1: but it's we like it.
0: We've had authentic Mexican food.
1: And we like that more. But
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. I now. <laughs> no. You guys cannot be honestly here uh thinking that uh okay so anyway i don't even want to interrupt right. that go let's talk what happens you get so, over there and uh you hear the bell ring
2: yep <laughs> and we we get to talk about we order and um we decided to go in and sit down at the inside which and we
0: eat. rarely do yeah
2: and that's that's typically not something that we do at all um uh, we normally just go cold. through the drive-thru yeah it was and so it was cold I wanted, and, to, I
0: wanted to leave because it was so cold
2: Yeah we, we, we talked about like just getting our stuff to go um, But we ended up sticking around And um, No more did we just Get our drinks And mind you We were the only customers inside Taco Bell Yeah The only ones And <laughs> We get our drinks and we're we're getting ready To sit down and there was a, there were these two gentlemen that came in to, uh, to talk go bell and they were on a mission, yep. um, and a, a holy mission. Little did we know.
0: A uh, holy scavenger hunt. Oh yeah. Uh,
1: yes. Oh,
0: I, Ooh, Ooh, teacher. <laughs>
1: I know what this is. This is called a, a treasure hunt. They were probably from Hope Yo, Church. They <laughs> were. Shut your pie holes. Yeah. Okay, go. Go. Yes. I'm listening. So. Um, I used to send people on these. Yeah. So
2: <laughs> <laughs> they they showed up, and um, I can't remember their names at all.
0: Well, one of them was Pawn. The only reason why I can remember that was because my favorite apostle to read... His writings is Paul.
2: Yeah, so one was Paul. That's all. And I then can the remember. other one went to school with I you. Suck
0: at names. <laughs> yeah, that's all. We but know. I can't
2: remember his name.
0: <laughs> we were all. We were just too stunned at the moment because yeah. we we're like, oh my god! It was what really crazy. Happening?
2: It was really crazy because they had this list of places and Taco It was Taco Bell, Walmart, and like some other place. And when they came in, we were the only people there.
0: And it was. It was it was crazy that we were even in there.
2: Right. Like we almost went to McDonald's, mind <laughs> you.
0: So we were just blown away at that point. We didn't even like listen to the names. All we were like, okay, what does God have to say?
2: Yeah. And and so they At first I
0: actually thought they were Mormons. Because I was like, oh, my goodness.
2: No, like, like oh they God. are the opposite of that. <laughs> they are. Like, I, second, was,
0: I was like, oh, my goodness. I was like, are these, like, are these Mormons? Are Mormons? Are
2: they Jehovah Witness? Like, what is going on? But no. Nope. They're from Hope
1: School of Ministry. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that was, it was it awesome. So we're giving awesome a experience. shout out to Hope School of Ministry, which is an awesome uh, source to teach you how to step out. Yep. Now, Anna, I have talked to you. And one time about ending up maybe in California over at, uh, uh, let me think, over at Redding, California, at uh, Bethel Church. Don't say anything. I'm talking here. Settle down. (laughs) And uh, I said that that you would be a very good candidate for that. And uh, that is where this school thought process Mm -hmm. comes from. And I've been out to that school uh, at a prophetic conference yeah. And uh, they, this is some of the stuff they teach you is to constantly mm-hmm. be in a state of uh, receptive to what the Holy Spirit is telling you. And I'll mm-hmm. share some of that with you after you guys finish this amazing Taco Bell story that does not end at yeah. the hospital.
0: Yeah. So um, actually, speaking of which, there's something that ties in with all that. Yeah. With what you just mentioned.
2: There there's multiple layers that tie into that. Yeah, there's just so <laughs> many things. It's like a
0: seven-layer burrito. The the Lord just revealed so much and is like so compact. I'm not kidding you. I left sleep. I was literally leaping and giggling the whole entire she, way back to the car.
2: <laughs> she was shaking more than the Taco
1: Bell Chihuahua. <laughs> sh- Yo quiero taco Bell.
0: I'm I'm sorry. Like whenever like something like that happens, I don't know, it feels like as if my bones were vibrating. Yeah. I've happened. What? You I've mean had you had happened.
1: a Holy Spirit experience?
0: Yeah, it was like I going I want to pu-
1: I want to pump the brakes was, right there. You like... uh do not come from a Holy Spirit experience uh kind of background.
0: Yeah, well, um that background was always kind of a rough one for me.
1: Yeah. Okay, so let's let's go on with the story. So what did they say to you? I want to know what Anyways, they said.
0: So they like they approached us and they're like, "Hey, um, we're we're doing a scavenger hunt. You guys know what that means, right?" And we're like, "Yeah, yeah, we know what that is." And then they they were telling they went, "Um, well, the Lord has us here at Taco Bell." And I was like, uh okay. <laughs> um and like at that point I knew it was something from God cuz me and my, um, mentor, or not mentor, I should say case manager, Sherry, we had just discussed, cause I, I was like, I'm in this point where I'm looking for a job and whatnot after my, my brief break, you know, and learning about the Lord and whatnot and getting my life back turned around towards Him. And, um, uh, I was like, Sherry, I feel like there's so much chaos in my life right now. I feel like Satan's just trying to like, caused so much commotion around me, and he's throwing all these, like, things of what I should do with my life, and I feel like I can't listen to what God wants me to do, and so, um, we prayed about it, and we were like, well, let's pray that the Lord helps us to have some clarity on this stuff today, and so... Then Taco Bell happens. Yeah. So I wanted to put that in. Yo,
2: kettle Taco Bell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> and and, so. and they walk in and they're like, "Hey, you know, we're doing this cavern hunt, and you guys are the only people here, and we feel like the Lord is calling us here to pray over somebody." And they ask, like, "Do you guys have anything that you feel you need prayed for, like uh, like a job or um, some?" something else or they listed some other things i can't remember but the job was like first and foremost
0: yeah I mean, and i'm it, like stuck out like a sword thug.
2: and i'm like hey you know anna needs yeah, a he, job he does
0: the weird like <laughs> random smacking he does yeah to me. Just our, like, our
2: sibling love tap
0: yeah that's what we call it
2: that's a assault.
0: <laughs> Most that's, people that's a, think that's it an is. Assault. <laughs> and, uh, I promise. Uh, it's not.
1: I've I've done 180 days in the county jail for pointing a finger, <laughs> and uh, so I don't understand why everybody else doesn't have to go to jail. That's a bunch of trash. Okay, Yo quero Taco Bell. Anyway. Tell us some more Taco Bell. So, um,
0: and I was like, yeah, I'm I'm currently needing a job. I'm at the mission. And I'm entering into third phase, which means I I go and I seek a job. I get oh
1: they a they're very aware.
0: <laughs> but anyways, um, so uh, that's that's what I had to do. And they're like, oh well, you you probably know Caleb. And I was like, yeah, Caleb's my brother. <laughs> Caleb and Misty, my brother and sister, right? And so I was, I that kind of was like, yeah, like I know I know that person. And then um. So uh, they were talking about how they were friends with Caleb, and uh, then it led us to... And then he like pointed out, he was like, you seem to have like a, a caregiver um, sense about you. Have you ever thought about working with kids? And the first thing I thought about was when um, we were in class, and they're praying over me. And Jolene and Mark, that were in my class, had saw a like, a vision of me working with these kids, and I was like, oh, maybe, <laughs> like, it was just so weird, it was like, oh, maybe, and so uh, he helped to get me, um she, they brought in a, they asked if uh, they could bring in a gal that works with uh, these kids at kids campus, and I was like, oh, sure, yeah, and so they brought her in, they're like, well, um tell her, tell her what you do, and so she was telling me all about it, and they're like, well, do you want a number? Do you want to try and apply? And I, I'm pretty sure they're looking for help. Are they looking for help? And she's like, yeah, they're looking for help all the time. And so I was like, yeah, sure. I'll <laughs> I'll do it, man. Like, if if it's what God wants me to do, he want, that's what he wants me to do, right? And so um, it was just so crazy, and I was, like, shaking. So
1: what they did is get you connected to get a job?
0: Yeah, in that moment. And then they prayed <laughs> over us. Yeah. And it was so cool. Yep. Well, Cody told him about um, his um, going into seminary. Yeah. Not.
2: This actually took place right after you and I had the discussion about Ambridge and about... Why are you... Are you we're not in a courtroom. Don't start pointing a finger at me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, like, it it was just really... It was just really... Crazy how the Lord brought it all into like alignment and into perspective, and that these people would come into our life at that exact moment when we were both trying to find some some direction and some clarity yep.
1: on what the next step of our lives were going to be. Okay, so God reached out through some people. That's part of understanding the prophetic. Yep. yep. Yeah. It means that, you know, when we talk about people with use, utilizing the gift of prophecy, it's not about telling your future. What it is is calling out what, what the God is showing them about you as a person. Yep. So uh, I used to teach that class. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. I know that, right? What you guys are experiencing. And I used to have students like that. Yeah. yeah. And. Um, uh, I happen to know Sherry, your, your case manager, yep. and uh, she comes from that same background I do.
0: Yep, she's pretty awesome. She's been great.
1: So uh, another part of this is as you uh, guys step into this, the one thing is to remember is when somebody's setting, it, setting things in there and it sets you on fire – It's always follow up with confirmation into Christ Mm -hmm. and call and follow up and and talking Mm -hmm. with your pastor and and stuff to that effect. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, things start to align. God, God starts bringing you word. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that struggle with the thought process of that. Yeah. Our I don't parents, get it are, Our parents are two of those people yeah, that struggle we, um, I made the mistake oh, of telling let's, let's our parents Let's don't pick on mom and dad that. too much But uh, I imagine that they're a little concerned That oh, it was, brother it was and sister Are going to get too far away from home I And uh, you can't blame them they're, they're, no. They want to make sure You're making healthy decisions, correct?
0: Yeah, they want to make sure I'm not joining a cult Is practically it <laughs> 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 Exactly
1: Uh, yeah <laughs> Uh, um, yeah,
0: that's their biggest
1: concern. Is
0: I'm not being fa- falsely led, which I appreciate. W- no,
1: well, and that is uh, coming at you from a sense of being a parent. Yeah, right. you're going to totally understand that, that a lot more when you're more. a parent. And it is very easy to see people steer off into things that, if it doesn't uh, line up with the word, mm-hmm. they can be a uh, cult and cultish right away Mm -hmm. so let's uh let's bounce back to what do they say about you cody we understand they they got her lined out with some work but uh they said you're going to ambridge and then you're gonna be running a high church in upstate new york
2: uh well no not exactly (laughs) but um the big thing that they said for both of us was just that we had a a real um, love for the Lord in our eyes.
0: Yeah, they they said that they which could see was, Jesus in our eyes. And yeah, it's like, Amen.
2: Yeah, and that was just awesome. Like I, I, that was the most meaningful compliment I have ever received.
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean, same, but also like the, I mean, when I was called a, a flower of God, man, that that warmed my heart. <laughs> but that was that was another thing another time
1: yeah
0: but um it was cool
1: well you know that that is a part of what you most people kind of miss excuse me that most people miss kind of what god is saying about them they have a a, not a very high view of themselves so they have an assumption that god holds that same view right yeah god did not create you in order to beat you down and have you be nothing yeah. Right, okay. We have a loving him. God. Okay. Yes, I know some do. people. Some people definitely struggle with that thought process altogether. They think God is there to, um, you know, roast you, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, because He takes great pleasure in your sufferings is uh, the deal. And I, I, I don't buy it's, that. It's not true. Yeah. I just I can't. The Bible goes against everything about yeah. that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, but the and the thing with the whole um it being the school of supernatural and whatnot, or the school of ministries, so, yeah,
1: it's the right. supernatural part that freaks people out, yeah, I mean you know I we I have a God that's that. fully God, fully man, <laughs> you're fully spirit, fully human, yeah. you know, yeah. fully flesh, fully human, or excuse, yeah. full flesh and spirit, but we don't mind things taking place in a book, right. Mm -hmm. we do not like to deal with it really happening yeah Yeah. and
0: that's a struggle to to like i don't know i get so excited i i don't know how to keep my mouth shut sometimes about it you know but anyways uh i'm I'm giving you a look for a reason because that's funny (laughs) i mean it's true uh i've learned the hard way but uh what's really cool is that when um when they told us that they were from Hope Church, I was like, no kidding, because earlier I had told Cody that I, we had discussed some things, and I decided that um, I really prayed on it the night before, because we had a, a tough conversation about what we were going to do with our lives and where were we were going with our callings and whatnot the day before, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, <laughs> I feel I feel planted here, and, and I have felt planted I have felt planted here for a while um ever since i first got here even and um i've just i've known for a while and, and i've had a confidence about it and so i was like but i i also want to follow this kind of um like this ministry of the spiritual warfare into things right and like dealing with that kind of stuff, because we've talked about it. Right, before right.
1: Well, let's, uh, but let's let's tackle first things first. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So you feel that you are called to be here? Yes. And <clears throat> so you know some of the things when we when we come, I mean that that is something you definitely yeah. want to confirm because the one thing that can happen is we restrict what God is doing. Yep. And when we do that, it can have a tendency to crush what we need to be doing. Yeah. So, make sure that you just weigh that in with mm-hmm. uh, with the reality of Him. Yeah. No. Go on. Go on.
0: And so, um, I was like, I'm really thinking about, because I've heard you and Christy talk about um, the School of Ministries here with Hope Church. And so I was like, maybe, maybe that's my way in. And like, that's where I could start with this, this calling that I have. And, um, And so, uh, it was crazy how they were like, yeah, we're, we're from that, that same church and that same ministry school, you know? It was like, whoa, (laughs) no way. And I, I even said that, like, as soon as they said, I was like, no way. Like, and they're like, no way, what? (laughs) they looked at us like what's what's going on like what what about it (laughs) so
1: let's talk about a couple other things here real quick so cody where did they end up going with you are you going to ambridge what's the deal on you and i've got to get registered for that school here directly
2: um we didn't really end one way or the other with that but um they did pray over both me and anna yeah um that that stuff would be revealed to us and um, the one thing that just really started to settle in me is this feeling of being enlisted and deployed. Um, that I'm, and and I'm not talking like the U.S. military or anything like that, um, but for God's army, that I am being enlisted and deployed, um, and and i've i've always had this sense that wyoming will be a stronghold one of the last strongholds of of christian <laughs> orthodox christian uh faith and um and i feel like this is the base of everything and that i am being sent out and deployed from here
1: okay so we're going to tackle a couple of things here are we all good? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> don't look at me like that and act like that. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I...
0: No, I, I just never know what to expect from you. You always keep You me on shouldn't toes. you
1: shouldn't ever <laughs> know what to expect from me. Uh, you know, I've got I've got some time under my belt in this yeah. in this type of life, mm-hmm. okay? And I don't I'm going to tell you the number 1 rule. And and everybody knows this with me. My number one rule is I'm not the smartest person in the room mm-hmm. ever because everybody always has something to teach. Yeah. No matter, you could be in a pack of people that are eating out of a dumpster. Yeah. Somebody's got something to teach you. Mm-hmm. And that's the way we always approach everything. Now, one of the things is, <clears throat> I don't know why my throat is so dry tonight, but I could tell you that... Uh, the situation with you, Cody, is yeah, you, yeah, that gathering that information, that's a good feel. I find that very interesting because I have heard that prophesied numerous times that you would not have heard is that Casper will be, well, actually, Wyoming will be one of the last great strongholds and actually very explosive things will happen from Wyoming where there are people sent out. It's like a, a wheel that uh, is uh, spokes that is kicking out. And that actually came from Don Hinton. <clears throat> That's going to meet goosebumps right now. And uh, the other thing is, is that uh, when we go out, uh, it has a connection to a specific spot, right? But the other thing there is understanding is that when we are deployed to do something, we need to make sure that we are deployed to do and we obey Okay, that's part of hearing the word. When we hear the word, the shema. Okay, can you say the shema in Hebrew yet? No, no, yet. <clears throat> okay, so the thing with the shema is you have to realize that it just doesn't mean listen; it means obey to do to do what it is said to do. Okay, mm-hmm. so when God is telling you something, and He's telling you listen to what I'm saying, He's saying I need you to obey what I'm telling you to go do. <clears throat> now. Anna, one of the things you made mention of is uh, about spiritual warfare, mm-hmm. and I'll I'll tell you something right now. I, I run into people all the time mm-hmm. that that really do believe that they're cut out for spiritual warfare, mm-hmm. and uh, I will tell you just straight up is that uh, proper training, proper understanding, making absolute sure that uh, you know people jump in because they they want to do deliverance. Because what ends up happening is they start glorifying themselves yeah okay and that always ends in tragedy. I'll we'll mm-hmm. tell you a story real quick is I knew some people some I knew some women that had specifically uh, asked me to get involved with a um, with a deliverance and the Lord specifically told me no
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I told them I, I don't think you should. And they said well we're, this is what we do we do we we do spiritual warfare and i said well that's that's fantastic, but here 's a quick reality. if the Lord hasn't called you to go do something, you better back up yep <clears throat> because you're not doing it for him you're doing it for yourself yep well, they did it, and they did not deliver the person, and the demon eventually revealed itself." and it caused a great division okay and it and when i say it caused a great division all three of them ended up divorced all three of them ended up with serious physical issues all three of them ended up in just crisis that took well over a year to cure okay where they ended up having to have serious help um to assist them onto the next stage And the reason, I I bring them up because that's easy. Now, let me tell you about the hard one, the real ugly one. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. I was doing deliverance on a guy that I knew when I was talking to him that he was demonically possessed. I knew that he was fully demonically possessed by the piece of paper he had filled out because I could tell the difference between when the demon was writing and when he was writing. It had two different handwriting and I explained to the guys that I was going in there with and this is this I I don't mind telling this because this is a story uh this was through a collective of people at Hope Church Uh, I don't know that all of them are still in there There there's some that are still there from this time frame and I told them I I need to have another helper in there with me with this guy and they said Uh, Won't be a problem. They do an interview of him. They said, I don't think he's demonically possessed. I knew. I knew the guy was. Without a doubt. I had delivered people from this. And I'm not talking little bitty fake movie stuff here. I'm talking delivered actual demonically possessed human beings. Okay? Mm -hmm. And they knew that about me. So they say, you can handle it. What I really needed them to do at that point in time is supply me with a an assistant because you don't ever do anything on your own. Yeah. Okay. And in fact, what I needed was probably a total of three people in there with this person to deal with it. So we start through the process and we're praying through some things and the demon keeps revealing himself and he's probing and poking at me with certain things. And eventually he bites me. He found a weakness in me. Found something from my old past that creep up, which God has dealt with. But I can tell you this, at the end of that process, the man got delivered. He did because the Holy Spirit delivered him from the demonic possession in which he had.
0: Yeah.
1: But I walked out of that room messed up. I walked out of that room very messed up, and I was uh, about four or five months away from climbing on an airplane to go to Africa, and I had a spiritual battle going on inside of me with some things from my past that were uh, holding me back. Then the next thing that happened is uh, I get to Africa, and guess what? Every one of those demons over there could see that weak spot in me, and they poked and they poked by the time I get home, it's poking and it gets worse and it gets worse. And, uh, this isn't a weakness like alcohol or pornography or anything serious like that. It dealt with a lot of pride issues. It dealt with a lot of other little things. Okay. Mm -hmm. But what happened is even a very well experienced person in demonic deliverance, uh, ends up being very injured because he didn't pump the brakes and say, this is not the time to do this. I'm not going to do it. And if you guys want to go in there and do it, go ahead. But I'm not going to. Dealing with the demonic or thinking you're going to step into deliverance. And mind you, at that point in time, I had 10 years of experience and got injured. Yeah. Okay. I've been in my own home where I've had things explode, come undone. I've had people pack things into my house because I have made the mistake of just letting them come in without making them ask to come in. Do you know that? Mm. Have you ever seen somebody, why do you think that I as a pastor meet people at the church door?
0: That makes sense.
1: Oh, he's out there grinning and gripping. I will. De- I decide what I'm going to welcome to church. If it is somebody I don't know, I say, hi, my name is Pastor Bert. And they say, hi, my name is Joe. I say, hi, Joe. You're wel- Joe is welcome to come to my church today. Praise God you're here. I didn't give everything that Joe had with him invited into the church.
0: Uh, yep, that okay? makes sense.
1: Takes years to learn that. Mm-hmm. Before you ever start stepping into that, because I listen to people all the time go, oh, this is what I want to do. They listen to mm-hmm. Isaiah, H- Saldivar, and on and on and on. They're like, oh, I totally, I in. Mean, I want to do this. You know what? I'm going to tell you right now, you start playing with a demonic, it ain't no joke. Mm-hmm. And I used to live on the other side. I did. I lived, I lived as a pagan. I lived as an Asatru pagan praying to a god, mm-hmm. okay, to several gods, actually. And anybody that says that they're not real is an idiot okay I agree. and the reason I say that is because demons, if you worship something there's a reason that uh in the bible in, in uh Exodus chapter twenty that uh God says uh don't have idols, mm-hmm. don't carve, no engrave an image yep et cetera There's a reason he says that that's one thing that that when I read the Ten Commandments in um the uh, Lutheran Church. It always surprised me they don't have that. That their their setup is much different with the three things about God and seven things about man. When in all reality, the Jews have a tendency to do five and five. You know, they use the fifth commandment being um, "Mom and Dad, uh, honor your mother or father, that your days be long upon the earth." Exodus twenty twelve. The reason that they do that is because that is about understanding authority. Okay, so the whole thing gets down to is when we uh, start taking a look at some of this stuff. Okay, he says, don't, do not have any engraven images, And the reason he does is because if you start worshiping this microphone, a demon will, if you worship it often enough, a demon will enter it to receive that worship. And all of a sudden it will become a very real thing to you. Yeah. So I want to back you up to something where your mom and dad are like, be very careful yeah. about what you pursue and what you chase after. Mm-hmm. Because people can also start to chase after and pursue things, okay, that it may not have a physical body, but I have a desire. I watch I've watched people with such a desire. I want to be a healer. And I'm like, okay, well why well i want to be blessed with that anointing and they go to service after service and they chase after town to town and after speaker to speaker and saying anoint me anoint me and pour out your i want to share in your anointing let me tell you what you have the holy spirit in you you have all the anointing you need yep what you need to do is learn to be obedient and when I say mm-hmm. learn to be obedient, it means all of a sudden we need to be that person that when God says go over and lay hands on that person because they're going to stand up and walk, you go over and do it. Mm-hmm. But if you go over for your own entertainment or over to impress anybody, ain't nothing going to happen. Yep. That is why we have such problems with seeing healings or deliverance here in the United States. And it goes so much better in a third world country. Because see, they're used to the demonic. Here, we've worshipped the demonic for so long in the guise of religion or in the guise of uh, media that we we don't know the difference.
0: Yeah.
1: So <clears throat> on that note, um, I was talking to... By the way, I, I want to say I'm not discouraging. I'm just saying no, training, 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 training. That's, training, that's training. what
0: I'm seeking right now because I don't want to end up like that. You know, like that's. I even. Yeah, I was like, I was you know, so one scared. thing I
1: really need is to be bit by a demon. <laughs> no, I was
0: like, I was I, like, for the longest time, I kept this to myself because, like, I've known about this for a while, but I wanted to make sure because I was like, how can God? at first I doubted my abilities to do it, but then the Lord kind of um, talked to me about how he used David and how he used Moses, you know, to be those people that he has called and how he calls the weak, he calls the people that we least expect. And I was like, okay, Lord, but the only way I'm going to be able to do this is with you. And so um, I, I need to make sure and In this, and so because I was, I I myself, from like what I just came out of with what I saw in my own active addiction and the things I experienced, um, kind of deterred me away from that calling at first, too, because I didn't want to deal with with the demonic
1: is horrifying. So, uh, uh, real quick, um, I don't have my Bible in front of me, but you do, you so, uh, flip to Mark, uh, chapter one. Um, verse 39 and while he goes to verse 139, go on with your, your discussion. I mean, when you see the demonic rise up in people and down where you're at, we've seen that numerous Uh times. Yeah. And, uh,
0: I mean, usually
1: pastor Bert uh, puts it to sleep fairly fast. Yeah.
0: I mean, when, when I was living in the, in the trap house, I, uh, that I was in, um, I actually experienced our um we were watching tv nobody was near it the cats weren't near it nothing and the bottom our tv stand was made like had glass in the bottom one shattered into pieces and we we're like what the heck happened
1: what i don't have anything like that ever <laughs> happen in my house oh and, wait and, and, maybe and, like, i do
0: and like for for most of us like we were already pretty out of it and in, in our highs and so we thought we were like tripping or something and so but the next day, you know, it's still there when we wake up, <laughs> and so it was—it was just crazy. And um, and like when I saw it, and and when I saw the things that was revealed to me, um, I was just so mortified at it.
1: Cody, give us that reading.
2: All right, and he was preaching in their synagogues throughout who, all Galilee. Who was preaching? Jesus. Okay, go on. And casting out demons. Where was he at? Galilee.
1: In the synagogues. In the synagogues. I want you to wrap your mind around what you just read. He didn't go into the ghetto. Nope. He didn't travel down into a bunch of um, people that were overcome with all kinds of addictions, etc. Where did he go? To a holy place. You went to a place where people saw themselves holy. There's, you know, we need to understand as a demonic doesn't withhold itself from anything. But we as people separated out, and that's what it means to be holy, separated out. We need to, that is part of why we need to learn to live that way. We have to start learning, and I haven't been very good about it lately, I can tell you that. But learning to fast, Mm -hmm. learning to pray, learning now, I do good on praying most days uh but the reality is is that in preparation we need to be in a state of prepared for war you were just talking earlier about being called out into the army or called up into service correct right because we are church militant it means we're involved in the fight okay there's a lot of lazy christians out there people that stand back sit back they let life happen to them they don't uh I mean you unless they have a, a doing an infant baptism okay they ain't they aren't out there making sure that people are finding out about christ and where you really see that happen is where they the people that talk about that say, Hey, this is the process of how to do it, but don't be a ladder climber, don't do this, you know yeah Let me tell you what, you have to be down in the midst of it, and that's one thing that we saw with Jesus. Even there, bouncing church to church, why could he do that? Because he could speak in those churches. He was uh, approaching that as a man. Yeah. Okay? And that's how we're supposed to do that. But he also, there's a lot of demonic warfare. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you right now, we only... Approach things that the Lord tells us to approach, and like I told you, with anointing chasing after anointings, we chase after the one that gives the anointings, and that is Christ and Christ alone before you're following anybody or before you're trying to do anything, why don't you just try to be an obedient follower of Christ yeah
2: yep so um I have a this kid that i I've been working with, and um You know, one of the things that kind of struck me the other day is she was reacting to the word church. And every time I would say church, she would gag. And um, we got to talking about that a little bit. And she said that, you know, one of the things it that she doesn't understand about christianity is how god can be like so full of himself and i'm like what what do you mean he's full of himself and she's like well satan just wants us to to love ourselves and and god wants all that for himself and i'm like N- that doesn't add up at Ooh, all that sounds a little like
1: <laughs> yep.
2: Yeah. And so we got to talking and and um the one thing that, you know, I, I mentioned to her, I'm like like she's like, you know, God created every if God created everything, then he created all these other gods. And I'm like, Yeah, but he didn't create them to be gods. And she was like, Whoa. <laughs> I'm like I'm like, yeah, like you know, God did create everything, absolutely. But He, the things that other people are worshiping on as gods that aren't God Himself, they were never created to be that.
1: Well, if you'll pay attention, all uh, and and I'm sure that we can find plenty of people that want to argue all this, and I'm just I. Just send it to the mailbag. Uh, I mean, <laughs> one of the things, if you guys want to argue about any of this stuff, I'm going to tell you right now, go ahead and we I wanna want to... to thank our sponsor, the U.S. Postal Service. Just mail it. When you want something expensive thrown on your porch and stolen, you want the U.S. Postal Service. Yeah, so just send it with those guys if you don't mind. And so the other part of that I want to say is uh, that when it comes down to other gods, Greek gods, for example... They all, rec- they all recognize they came from somewhere else. Yeah. Odin recognized they came from somewhere else. Yep. Frost giants. So there's always some other thing. Mm hmm. And all of them, all of the old world, they all know it will end. Yep. Because in each one of the mythologies, they end. Mm-hmm. The sagas, they end. You know, uh, what we used to know in the sagas was <clears throat> that there was. Uh, the day Ragnarok would happen, and it ain't like Thor in the cartoons, you know. It was that all of them would be crushed, and it would all end. Mm-hmm. Well, the end of the Bible tells you all about it. Right, With all of these gods—they're right. It will end, and those demons that were alive two, three, four, five thousand years ago are still in existence today, just because they take on new look. Now we find it very easy right we find it very easy to go well i ain't got no problem i ain't worshiping odin but we don't get off the tiktok for four or five hours at a time yep uh we don't say man i'm never gonna worship athena but at the end of the day, we sure have issues with clothes we're purchasing and trying to make sure our makeup is right and be super attractive and take 500 pictures of our selfie selves, right? Mm-hmm. And we go, we aren't worshiping those old gods. Yeah, you are. I have bad news. This is a part of where Jesus starts talking to us about being uh, sinners, you know, and that we're constantly in a state of growth and state of change. And uh, that is also why we go to church week after week. Now, one thing is we're in a liturgical church, and I was not always. I was at Hope for a long time, and they're uh, they're an evangelical church is what I call them with a Pentecostal flair to say the very least. Really, they're kind of their own thing, and I have a lot of respect for that church. I went to that church for 12 years. And when I left that church, I did not leave that church stomping my feet and going, I'm leaving. The Lord called me out of it, and he sent me into new things. And I am a very obedient. And I went to the leadership and said, I'm going to be leaving the church. This is what's happened. And that the Lord has called me, and both of them said, we knew it. Now, this is uh, over there you've met, well, you mind or not, Brad and Jenny. Uh, Kyle are the pastors over there. Are you with me? Uh, this would be uh, Jenny's father and mother. They were the pastors prior to them. Okay, and Pat and Fred Bruner, and Pat or uh, Fred and Pat Bruner. What they ended up saying to me was, when we sat down for dinner with them, they said, "We know the Lord's calling you into other things, Bert, and if you stay here, you'll be restricted." So they supported, but that's how we leave churches. We don't. If if you're leaving a church upset, you need to get it healed up. Because we cannot be good Christians by leaving churches like that. Now, there are some churches you're like, dude, this is corrupt. Mm-hmm. This is bad. I, I cannot weird. be here. I refuse to be here. But you still tell them. And if they say you're wrong, you go, cool, I'm still leaving. Because I have done that too. Where I've stood up and walked out in the midst of service. To where what was being said from the pulpit was so corrupt I was not staying to listen to one more word. Yep. So are we good? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So we're we're still clipping along here. What else do we got? You guys got a few more minutes?
0: But, um
1: Um Bert, you've messed us up with all this <laughs> deep thoughts of wisdom, sir. <laughs> What I'm going to tell you this is that as you guys pursue all of these things, don't pursue uh, gifts. They come from seek the gift giver, not the gift. Right? Amen. Okay. And the other thing that we do is we we make a true point as we are uh, seeking things in the Bible. We do not seek the Bible to uh, teach us something. We We start looking in the Bible to realize that the Holy Spirit is guiding. And when I say teach us something, I need it to just teach me what I want to know. Okay? You'll have people. Now, if God has sent you on a path, he has sent you on a path, and he says start to learn everything you can about fighting the demonic, well, you need to find out what demons exist. You're going to be in the Old Testament for a bit. Okay? Then when you find out how he fought them, then you go there. But I'm going to tell you how Jesus fought the devil himself is the most important one you have. Uh, Matthew chapter 4. He fights him with the word and the truth of the word because the devil will even come at you and give you the word of God right. and say, does not his word say? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay? He did it with Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. Yep, He did it with Eve. He said, did he say? And people always go, well, he called him into question and that's what made him change. No, he... He said, he said, did he say this? And the answer should have been, yes, it's exactly what he did say. So let's not do that again. We're not going to do it. Yep. Okay. So, I mean, when as we're digging for these things, we have to figure out who our enemies are.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's okay if you're going to be at war. Yeah. But if you really want to win it, why don't you study out who your God is? And when he will tell you, Hey, remember when I told you to do this? Just step over there and do it and it'll all get, it'll all change. Yeah. Okay. So are we, and by the way, I want you both to know that if you guys are standing around doing your makeup and taking pictures of yourself, et cetera, I was not picking on the two people in this room, (laughs) but I am picking on whoever's listening to this podcast and telling you, Hey, you know, you got to pay attention to what you're, what you're. What you're looking yep. at, right? Yep. Okay. So here we go. Let me hear last minute advice from you, Cody. So
2: um, my biggest piece of advice when doing all of this stuff is find someone that you can go to to get advice that is in a strong walk with the Lord. That way you can get some confirmation on on the things that you're considering um, with the Lord and what the Lord has for your life and um, and make sure that you're you're staying up on on your word and, and your prayers um, because you can't expect to hear anything if you're not talking to him. So the
1: key thing I hear you saying is, the more you know, yeah. Anna, <laughs> Anna, what do you, what do you got? what What would be your last little piece of advice uh, that you would give us? I mean, if we are talking about the demonic, <laughs> or what? I'm ready. What do you got?
0: Um, I say, uh, first off, when in general, always be open to God. Um, keep your heart open to him, your mind open to him. Um, allow him to guide you because um, initially he has the greatest power of all things. And so it's important that we go to him to seek strength and not our own. And um, just don't don't allow your preset mindset um, get in the way of what God wants to tell you. Is what I gotta say. Just allow him to speak, and not you have your pre-assumed ideas.
1: Don't go boxing up.
0: <laughs> don't put don't put God in a box. Basically,
1: definitely don't put God in a box. Well, I'm gonna tell you just straight up for for my final little words here is that uh, make sure that as you pursue anything, the very first thing you do is hit your knees and speak to the Lord. And the second thing you do is you confirm anything with his word. Not that you're doubting what you're hearing, but you need to make sure because God will never say anything that is against his word or the opposite of what he has written in scripture. Always seek out and find good people to advise you. People that are constantly encouraging you and they are not holding their own lives together are probably not people you should pursue after. But even more so, you just have to realize the most important thing we always learn here on The Barbarian Prophet, and that is Jesus loves you, and I love you, and there's absolutely nothing you can do to stop us. For questions or comments, please email us at info at thebarbarianprophet.com. The Barbarian Prophet is a registered trademark of Barbarian Media Group. Listening to this podcast may cause excitability, euphoria, and overall sense of happiness in the realization that you're not alone. Discontinue use if reddened skin or a rash develops. Side effects may include random hugging, crying out loud, smiling while alone, and happy crying combined with snot bubble development. Do not use during church service. No animals were harmed in the making of this podcast. Are you actually still listening? Seriously, we have nothing more to say except for that one thing that was really, really, really important. But let's wait until the next show for that. One more important thing is to remember that your faith is personal, but it's never ever meant to be kept private.